Welcome back. Episode 16. Wow. Great time. Great time. Us acting like it's been weeks and we literally just pressed stop on episode 15 and now we're recording episode 16. Straight back into it. (laughs) Mate, this podcast life is hard. I'm exhausted. It is tough. I'm also really hungry. Yeah, we're going to get grilled soon. Can we get a soon. break soon, Miss Jiggy? <laughs> please have a break for <laughs> Miss Jiggy, please give us a break. <laughs> I need to eat something. Yeah, some food will be good. Yeah, we're really trying to just smash out some episodes because obviously, like we said last episode, Jackie's yeah. away. Um, and, you know, <laughs> we might have to record a couple while she's away, but it would be good to have, yeah, yeah. some pre-recorded ones. So you're currently listening to this while I'm kicking back in Phuket, you know, <laughs> by the pool. Oh, shut up. I'm actually so jealous. I wish I was going with you. It was just, I'm, I was watching your dog do that. My you go and let the dog out. Jack, Lola is just demanding to go outside. Um, so it's fine. I'll just hold down the podcast while Jackie does that. Um, today's episode is... Uh, an interesting one I think and something that I think we can both relate to at different times of our lives Mm -hmm. Um, and that is being I guess in quotation marks the single friend Mm -hmm. Um, but before we get into it equal tick all right you go first oh I feel I I feel like I'm gonna be personally attacked by the one that you've got no 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 no, you're not by your face Um, okay equal tick pet names I need an example. Oh, pet names. Um, like Boo. With your partner? Yep. Well, we, while we're doing an episode on single friend, I feel like this I tried is very to- inappropriate. <laughs> no, I tried to make it like on the topic of relationships. I've got another one. No, no, no. This is good. Um, oh, no, not just with your partner. I'm with friendships as well. Like Miss G. I think, I feel like... I've never been romantically involved with someone and not had a pet name. Yeah. I think it's context dependent. Like, I think you can't be calling your partner, like, Honey Boo Boo Bear. I was literally just thinking that in my head. Are we the same person? Honey Boo Boo Bear? Yeah. You were thinking yes. Honey Boo Boo Bear? Yes. Are you joking? Um, no. I was literally going to be like, yeah, like, if someone's going like, oh, Honey Boo Boo Bear, that's too much. Are you serious? Yeah okay Bizarre. well that's very weird um it's like we have this like connection <laughs> like this what's it called <laughs> telepathic <laughs> did we just yeah we did I just spat. um anyway. yeah i think you know like because sometimes that's an ick yeah but if it's like babe i use babe all the time and i feel like i don't know like i've met couples that call each other dull and it's like I they're love the name dull. yeah like just being like oh dull could you pass us that or like I called I'm, Corey Doll the other day because <laughs> I just say that naturally. And I, but Doll, I reckon would fall under like mate for a guy being like he didn't okay, like Doll. It. Yeah, that's he kind I mean. of looked at me and he was like Doll, and I was like, did I stutter? Sorry, like I because I call my girlfriends Doll all yeah. the time, but now I I I still call him Doll anyway. Yeah. Okay. But do you have like a nickname that's just for him? That's not your generic like babe or baby or. No. 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 Just like babe, doll, hun, doll. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, I've w- got... he would just call me babe. Yeah, okay. Like, why are you laughing at me? Because <laughs> I'm like, do I say it? Yeah. Like toots? Oh, toots. You know, like, that's Hi, just... toots. <laughs> we know you listen to our podcast. <laughs> no, but like, that's, I don't know how it came about. I think it was just like said in passing once and now it's just like, hey, toots, how's your day? yeah yeah um, i don't know i think yes tick tick yeah i like it i think I mean, it's like i call you we have a lot of names yeah. Ms. G. oh can we can i confront you about something yeah do you know what i don't like oh here we go when you call me gal oh i call everyone gal. i know hey gal. i don't know why i've just realized it lately and i'm like gal girl yes oh. gal G-A-L. I just don't like it. Is it because you're like very like about your grammar? Maybe. And it's not. What about Melbourne Gal Pals? You part of that club? No. All right. Purely probably because. It's... I'm going to do it more now. <laughs> hey, Gal. It's like this. It's like, 
hey gal um <laughs> i don't know what it'll be like can you please park in the garage yeah tonight? <laughs> hey the- gal just letting you know electricity is due tomorrow gal okay <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> <gasps> oh yeah fair enough i i mean sorry no don't be i don't it's not i mean i call everyone gal. yeah I don't know why. I've I noticed it in the last couple of times you've said it, and I'm like, I don't like that. It's <laughs> I don't like. That. Actually, that's a no from that's me. That's a no from me. <laughs> Fair enough. I yeah. I. It's kind of like when people say hee hee. Yeah. Although I say it all the time, but yeah. Yeah. In context, I think it's just one of those things. Yeah. I don't think it's a you thing. I don't think I'd like it if anyone called me gal. Or so imagine gal. if it was a me thing. <laughs> I feel very personally attacked. Um. Right. Okay. So yeah, it's a tick. For me. Yeah, tick. Yeah, great. Love it. Um, taking a drink mm. and then going, wait, I can't do it and laugh. So you take a sip of your drink and then yeah. you go, oh, ick. Ick. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. That is such an ick. But sometimes do you just do it and it's really satisfying? I don't think I've ever done it. Yeah, surely when you've had like a a solo on a hot day and you just have it and you go i don't think people do that they do do you do you do i don't think people i thought that's just like something that people use for marketing okay maybe do you know what sorry like you'll be aware of it now that we've spoken about it do you, do you know, know what i hate yeah. loud swallowers like if they're drinking I'm a really a drink. loud solo i know that's why i've just because it reminded me of that time in thailand when you were really hungover and you hadn't drank water for like two days <laughs> And I was like, bitch, I literally gave you a bottle of water. I was like, you need to drink this fucking water. And then you drank it and you were like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And I was like, yeah. you know what? On second thoughts, stop drinking. <laughs> you don't need to drink You don't need anymore. to drink any more water. <laughs> or if you could do that outside. Just like away from me. <laughs> um, sorry, ick to the... And ick to loud loud swallow. But you can't control it. Yeah. Do you know who else is a really loud swallower? <laughs> Shay. Yeah? She is like the loudest swallower. Like we always laugh about it because... swallow you go first <laughs> she fucking just being swallowing long doll <laughs> gal <laughs> all right hang on yeah all right you go first oh, i can hear that from here yeah. yeah no you have to chug you need multiple swallows okay. You're allowed to swallow it too. Maybe I don't chug because maybe it was when maybe it was just because you were chugging water. That was loud. This is making great <laughs> podcast content. <laughs> Imagine if they can't. Ten minutes of us just swallowing. They can't hear us swallowing. Someone's just if like it was just silent. A then that's because of silence. <laughs> so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Do you know what I'm thinking of? My mind has gone straight down to a dirty, down a dirty That's path. exactly where my mind goes. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I hey, wonder do you know how many calories are in semen? How much? Nine. Per gram or per <laughs> load? I fucking know. I'm not there with the fucking scales, doll. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just get my scales out. If you could just kindly. <laughs> could you just scrape that off my back and pop it off these scales? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we do three episodes in a row wait so like my question no, is you can't say that sperm is nine calories but you don't like what nine calories what what of carbs fats or- <laughs> <laughs> i don't fucking know no like is it nine calories i mean it per- depends how much That's i mean what I on mean. average like what if what oh. if he hasn't what what if he hasn't blown a load for a while and it's quite a large load well, then it might be 18. 18 calories wait oh how many calories i wonder if it is protein in sperm um i also want to know after although ejaculation amounts varies by person a little over half a teaspoon i'm trying to feel a little sick <laughs> is average the amount of semen has very little nutritional value especially since it contains less than one calorie. What, for half a teaspoon, though? Oh, most internet sources say that semen contains between 5 and 25. Okay. okay. But the average is 9. All right. So we'll, we'll average it out at 9 per load. 
if you're a swallower. What does sperm do to a woman's body? I mean, I mean, like, sorry, like, I'm just <laughs> going down a rabbit hole. Totally going down a rabbit hole. Um, what about I'm, the people that have said putting sperm on your skin is really good for you? <laughs> or is that just a myth? So people rub cum on their face. I've never done it. I swear. <laughs> or like the pineapple intentionally thing. anyway. <laughs> the pineapple thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, um, oh, I have. No, I'm not going to say the story. Pineapple thing, I think, is true. So it makes it sweeter. Yeah. Interesting. I've got to tell you something off air, but not on air. No? <laughs> no, no, nothing no, nothing about that. Oh. It's just not podcast appropriate. Okay. Sorry, everyone. We've got limits at home. Do we? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I really want to know now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I forgot what we're talking about. What are we talking about? We're talking about Oh, swallowing. <laughs> See, how did we get here? So, yeah, I've now I wonder if... Wait, no, we were talking about the... Ah. Yeah, and then we started talking about loud so swallowing. So, are you an equal tick for that... Ah. Um, tick. You like it? Get around it, do you? Like, I don't think I'd see, hear someone do it and go, fuck, that's hot. But I think... It doesn't I wouldn't be ick. bothered. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be bothered. I would get the ick. Or it's like when people, like... Dr- like taste something and then they're like mm. shut the fuck up Eek. like they taste wine and they're like nah, even nah. that noise nah. i can't even believe i just made that noise I can yeah see, I'm just the noise. um okay take ick you said ick yeah to the, yeah ick and ick to loud swallowers yeah and ick to loud chewers yeah ick I don't think anyone's ever going to I don't be think like, anyone's going to be like, fuck yeah, I get around that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We need to, we've, we've really gotten That's I've, the ecotics done. Yeah. Moving on. Being the single friend, huh? Fuck. Well. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Look what we have here. An episode all about me. <laughs> no. Do you, um, wanna, do you wanna maybe I think maybe I'll let you start off this topic. Thank you so much. That's fine. <laughs> thank you. I mean for it's that. the only thing that you really got going, eh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and if that is <laughs> all I've got going, then fuck me sideways, no. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, all in love, everyone at home who thinks I'm being a bitch. It's yeah. all in love. It's everyone loves that. I could tell when you were like suggesting episodes, you sort of like danced around this one. You're like, we don't I mean we don't have and we I'm like, it's so fun. I'm like, we don't have to talk about it. Let's air it. I don't know. Let's, let's air it. I mean, yeah. I feel like if there's anyone that I would have the conversation, like I would feel comfortable talking yeah. about it, it would be you. And I think <clears throat> it's an interesting topic and I'm sure that if anyone is the single friend at the moment or has been in a phase of their life where they've been single for a while and you sort of go through, I'm going to say like a roller coaster mm. of emotions and feelings towards it and – um i think it can be just like a weird time to navigate and i think for me especially now being 31 um most of my friends are in pretty serious relationships engaged getting married have had kids all of that um i do feel almost like there's a bit of pressure around me to find someone to be with someone you know um and i think you know that sort of almost goes back to like our one of our very first episodes with the pressure of society's norms Mm -hmm. like it's just expected that you're if you're you know in your 30s you should be settling down and you should have a partner and all of that um but i think the reality of it is like it's not that common for you for everyone to just find a partner and stay with them and be with them and be happy at this age right like there are so many women and men out there that are single um and yeah it can be difficult Mm -hmm. it can be hard I feel like you know I've been single now for what 23 years it feels two years four years (laughs) since 20 2020 wasn't it because you moved in with me. Yeah. Okay, so four years. Yeah. Um, even saying that, I'm like, fucking hell. And a feeling that I often feel is like, fuck, is there something wrong with me? Like, you know, 
Um, and I mean, have like, I don't know if this is going down the right track of where we were sort of hoping this podcast would go, but like, I have those feelings, but then I, you know, I'm pretty confident in the person that I am. Um, I know that I can be a good partner and I will be a good partner to 100%. someone. Um, and I think it's just, yeah, almost, I don't know, just navigating those emotions while being labeled as that friend. And like the biggest thing that I struggle with is feeling shame around things not working out, you know, like, okay, I've been single for four years, but I've dated a bit. I've been in situationships and it's like, you know, you catch up with your friend that you caught up with a month ago and they go, oh, how's things with that guy? And you're like, oh yeah, Um, you know, and I just feel like that is just my fucking life on repeat Mm. it's just that constant like oh this happened oh he did this oh i didn't like this oh Mm. he didn't i didn't and you know like sometimes i dread that question coming up Mm. like i'm like please don't ask me how things went with that guy or you know because then you feel like you have to either like sugarcoat it or Mm -hmm. you just don't want to go there or even you know act like oh you know it didn't work out but that's okay because of this when i think deep down like I do feel a bit of disappointment when things don't work work out, out, you know, like Mm. not saying that everyone that I meet, I go, oh, is this guy going to be the one? But I think naturally when you, yeah, it it is something that I want, uh, like a good, healthy relationship. And I want to be with someone who loves me and I love them. Right. So I think when things don't work out, yeah, I do feel a bit of shame around that. And I think, Mm. fuck it out. Yeah. You know? And I think like going, like, I want to go back to something that you said at the start where you said, you know, I'm 31 and I feel like there's this expectation Mm. that I should be with someone. Mm. And I think like that is the really hard part because it almost puts that pressure on you to just pick anyone. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. I'll just be with him because, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm this age and that's what I should be doing. And that's not how it should be. Yeah. And I think that is like where a lot of people find themselves in a really tough situation because then you know they're at an age where they just will you know their their standards lower then they might end up with someone who doesn't really isn't really compatible with them or they don't really want to have a future with but they Mm -hmm. just feel that they're at that time like you know like oh i want to have kids and i need kids so i'm just going to have them with this guy i don't love him but like i just Mm. want that and i Mm. should be you know, this is where I should be in life, mm. um, which I think is really, really challenging. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, <clears throat> you know, I've gone through a lot of phases. Mm-hmm. I've gone through the phase of like, no, like this is my like me time era and I'm just mm-hmm. like not even entertaining it. And then I've gone through phases where I've not entertained it at all because I have knew I knew that I had to work on myself. I've gone through phases where I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to give it a crack. Mm. Um, and I think no matter what phase I'm in, someone's got something to say. And that's really hard too. Like when I go like, oh, I'm just not interested at the moment. And people will be like, oh, what, why? No, don't give up. And I'm like, okay. And then you do it and, you know, you have a, a dud and people are like, oh well you know like that's what you get for choosing that type of person or like people just always have something to say and I think another thing that I've really noticed is people just expect there to always be an update to always be a story Mm. how's dating going yeah tell me like and it's almost it's a bit of entertainment for people in relationships right Mm. like and not a dig at anyone that said it and I think you you might have even said it like being like I'm just going to live vicariously through you and through mm-hmm. your dating and like you know I've had a couple of other girlfriends say it to me and like it's funny and like I get it and you know like yeah sure, yeah like, it's cool. a bit of entertainment but sometimes I'm like fucking hell like yeah is my dating life just a fucking joke yeah. like you know and I don't I don't mean that in a way of like yeah no I get it it's almost like you know, oh I'm the I'm not I'm the one who has all these stories or like the ones where all this shit happens to yeah, and like it's and a it, bit of a laugh and it's you. like on the surface level yeah okay it's an entertaining story and you can have a laugh about it but when you sort of step back and look into it it's like well fuck this is just my reality at the moment like yeah you know um and yeah I guess there's like yeah I think for me the biggest thing is just the pressure yeah 
And like, like how does like I guess like you know because a lot of your friends do have partners mm. or are, like you said getting married, mm. having kids, blah blah blah. And I think there's probably that element of like I don't know I I'm at because I sort of have felt this previously in my life, but it's like I'm really happy for you, but it only reminds me of what I don't have. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of an element that I have struggled with in the past. So I mm-hmm. don't know if that's something that yeah. you struggle with as well. For sure, for sure. Like I <clears throat> am so happy for all of my friends in relationships and I don't – I never look at someone's relationship and think, and think like, fuck, I want that mm-hmm. because like everyone's got their own thing. But I just – like there's aspects of it. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to snuggle on the couch with someone. I want to be able to tell someone about my day and them actually care. I want someone to want to look after me, like to care for me and, you know, to... Share life experiences yeah, together. Yeah, and I just... It's hard. Like, it's hard when you don't have that. And we were sort of saying in one of the earlier episodes about Christmas time, like, mm-hmm. it came up a fair bit for me then, like, being like, okay, this is another Christmas where I don't have that hectic part where I've got to go to my partner's families as well as mine and you know I'm not buying presents for my partner my partner's not buying presents for me like just little things like that that you're like fuck while people in relationships might be like oh it's fucked you've got to go see this family and see that family and oh I've got to you know my partner's bought me all this so now I've got to buy like them all that the other side of it is actually so fucking beautiful and yeah a big part of me was like that'd be so nice that'd be so nice and yeah I feel like I've sat in my ego for such a long time over the last couple of years and really held that perception of like I don't need a man independent woman don't yeah yeah and whether that's like subconsciously bit me in the ass because Mm -hmm. that's what I've constantly put out there that I don't need a man and I think part of it is because I do have pretty like high standards that like if they're not met I'm not gonna settle but I also think, yeah, it's Mm. only just recently that I've, like, really just sat down and thought, like, fuck, I think Mm. that is something that I do want. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's a huge, it's, like, it is a human need. Mm. Like, if you look at, like, Maslow's, like, a pyramid psychology, Mm. like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like, social connection and relationships is a part of that. Mm -hmm. And I think it is a human need to have Mm -hmm. that contact and that sort of partnership and Mm -hmm. and you know I don't think it's a bad thing you know to sit there and say I actually do want that Mm. I think it's actually really vulnerable and I think it's like a really powerful because I think a lot of women and men I think a lot of people don't want to be seen as like oh no I don't want that Mm -hmm. like that they don't they don't want that vulnerability they're like Mm -hmm. no I got this on my own I'm Mm -hmm. good I don't need Mm -hmm. anyone like well, like, you know, live my best life, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, the reality of it is it's okay mm-hmm. if you do want that. Yeah. And I guess that's, like, another hard thing. People think, like, oh, you're a young, debatable, but <laughs> a young single woman. Like, you're in your whole era. Like, you're just out, like, living your best life and just getting wined and dined. And, you know, you've got all these guys. And it's just, like, that's not the reality of it mm. for me, personally. Like, yeah. um, I don't enjoy, like not genuine connections with people mm. like i'm i'm over the superficial. the superficial shit i'm over the time wasting and it's sort of like i'm at that point where i should should be able to say to someone i'm looking for like Amazing. i want a lifelong partner mm. essentially right but the thought of saying those words to a male tightens my chest yeah do you know what I mean? And I think because that is like a vulnerable thing to say, but then also women are perceived as like, oh, she's fucking batshit crazy because she wants a lifelong partner. She's needy. Or, yeah, you know, like it's almost it's, like... She's too much. Yeah. And I'm actually working with um, someone at the moment who said like, you should be able to start talking to someone or dating someone and say like, just so you know, my expectations are that I meet like the next person that I'm with or you know I'm looking for Mm. a lifelong partner and he sort of reflected back to me that like it might feel daunting to say that but if you scare someone off by saying that you're saving your time Mm. you know if they're not for you they're not going to give you what you want anyway you know and I think the people pleaser in me is so 
used to saying what they want to yeah or just being like oh i'm happy to just go with the flow and see what happens but i'm fucking over going with the flow (laughs) like you know going with the flow has not worked out for me (laughs) yeah and i think that that is something that like is really hard to say and like really it's kind of a bit scary but Mm. i think that that makes a lot of sense it's like well you don't really want to waste your time with someone who is just going to literally waste your time yeah um but i think all of those feelings and emotions are so relevant and Mm. like okay and Mm. i think that we definitely have grown up in this sort of world where and not like you know there is this you know women empowerment Mm. and women like you know boss women and all this stuff and it's like cool that's great Mm. but like what message is that sending to people i think like who feel like well maybe i do want that but i don't want to say that because Mm -hmm. i don't want to be seen as like you know not a boss woman or Mm -hmm. like you know not powerful and you know not independent because you can still be all of those things and still have someone by your side and it's so hard like the more i learn about the feminine and masculine energy and then like the wounded masculine the wounded feminine it's just like this battle in my head like i'm like you know i know that i've got a lot of like wounded masculine um but then they say like you know you should be able to be feminine around a male that is explain what that is because i so like like for me like wounded masculine energy and traits probably come from things that have happened to me as a child and like my pattern of relationships with men being abandoned so then having that like i can do it on my own Mm. i don't need a man like almost that kind of stuff you know being in your masculine is being very structured and like um logical or like thought out yeah like um almost like being what's the word that i'm looking for like just more dominant dominant yeah Yeah. i guess but But then then if you're sitting in your feminine Mm -hmm. you have like that nurturing that like you can almost like surrender to someone and be vulnerable and be soft and you know receive and things like that whereas like in your masculine you're not that so i feel like i sit very heavily in my masculine Mm, i was literally thinking that yeah um and a lot of the times like people will say to me like oh well do you think that like men are maybe like intimidated intimidated by that but then if a man is has like a very healthy masculine energy then they should make you feel you should be more feminine you should yeah like it would bring out your feminine yeah right yes um and so that's like just another battle in itself yeah naturally being in my masculine energy also having like wounded masculine needing someone who can like understand that and also i guess like cater to that Mm. is hard yeah because yeah you don't want to come across a certain way Mm. but then you can't fake who you are and how you yeah, feel. Yeah, you can't fake being feminine and soft and surrendering because that's I don't not feel comfortable. Safe, I don't feel safe doing that yeah. because of everything that's happened to me in my yeah. past, right? And how do you – are there ways to, like – are there things that you're doing to, like, work on that or – Yeah, I'm working with a um, neuro-linguistic coach at the moment. Sorry, I'm just going to clear my throat. <coughs> um, and he is helping me a lot with just, like, my language and – the, the way that I sort of subconsciously say things um which has been really really interesting like we haven't done a lot of work but he's sort of just like picked up on a few things and said a few things to me or like reflected a few things back to me that have just made me be like oh okay like one of yeah one of his points was you know um you never want to settle for someone who believes that they are looking for the one because if they're looking for the one they have an image already painted of who this person is what they do like Mm. you need to be searching for like the right connection i guess Mm. rather than the right person yeah does that make sense like how someone makes you feel Mm -hmm. rather than like how you and valuing the same things um Mm. and not so much focusing on having the same beliefs Mm -hmm. because that's okay to have different beliefs but if you value similar things then you can have different beliefs but still have the same values yeah that makes sense build a connection on that um yeah so just things like that and yeah i guess just like working through past shit to sort of overcome Mm. anything that i've got that is sort of like 
I guess, guarding me and protecting you from getting hurt yeah. again, but also yeah. not allowing you to maybe like put yourself. Yeah, I feel like you have put yourself out there though. Like I have, and I like. I think it, more recently in the last, what would you say, like a couple of months, mm. I've been back into my like, oh, I'm just not doing this shit. Mm. I'm just yeah. not like, you know. Um, but then it's like, how long do you sit in that? Yeah. And when really the end goal or something that you really want, yeah, you have to make those moves and do those things. And yeah. it's just like, but that's I, what I mean yeah. by it's a roller coaster. I'm yeah. either like, yeah, all right, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then I do it and something happens and I'm like, this is why I don't fucking do this shit. Like, yeah, it's almost like that confirmation bias. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. think maybe it is an element of those sort of beliefs that you mm. have and like obviously that sort of like masculine energy that you sit in um, combination with your past experiences mm. and then having to like almost like going through similar experiences that re-enable or reinforce mm. those core beliefs of yours. Like you yeah. can kind of understand like the challenges that come with that yeah um but like i yeah i i think that it's it's it would be really really hard Mm. and i think like i like i'm obviously in a relationship Mm. um however i wasn't always in a relationship and i had like before i met Corey, i was single for two and a half years Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. um and i remember very similar feelings because again pretty much all my friends were in relationships Mm. um I remember like throughout COVID both my housemates like had boyfriends and they were just like we were isolated together and like it was just me just living with two couples essentially and like we couldn't leave the fucking house so that was just shoved in your face just like shoved in my face all the time and I was just like cool and like obviously COVID couldn't meet anyone Mm. couldn't like Mm -hmm. you know so it was like a bit of a shitty time um and I remember one day and you remember this day quite well because it was it was like around valentine's day Mm. it was before i met Corey, and i had gone out to dinner with like a bunch of my girlfriends and i was the only single one um and i just felt like such an like so alienated from that those conversations that they were having because they were all just talking about their partners and like what they're doing for valentine's day and like you know i just like talking about how amazing all their partners were and stuff and then something got brought up and someone, one of the girls who, yeah, literally said to me, she's like, you wouldn't understand because you don't have a partner. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I've never had relationships before. Or like, I couldn't relate to it in like, any you're way. not included in this conversation because you don't have a boyfriend right now. Yeah. It was yeah. like literally said to me like that. And I was just like shook. And I do remember you coming home from that. So upset. I like I bawled. my heart to you. I like, like bawled my eyes yeah. out. Like, I remember I, you and Sam were sitting on the couch and I just like walked in and you're like, you guys were like laughing about something. Yeah, I think we were like, "Oh, hey, how's dinner?" And I was like, ah, "Started yeah, crying." I, do. I remember it so vividly. And I remember just being like, "That is, it was just the shittest feeling." Being mm. like, "I can't even hang out with my girlfriends because I don't have a partner," mm-hmm. and like, and it's so hard because you want to celebrate your friends being in relationships and being so yeah. happy and being in love and you know all these things, but then it's comments like that that I don't think people mean or they don't see the impact yeah. that it can have but mm. when it's weighed on you for a while like all it, it takes is one comment like that for you to be like oh my yeah. fucking god is this how i'm perceived like yeah. you know it's it's heavy it is mm. heavy to walk around on it and like yeah you know i often found myself in conversations like that and i was just always like oh my god like i just can't you go on instagram someone else is engaged someone mm-hmm. else has got a partner someone else is having babies someone mm-hmm. else is but you know doing all those things and like i remember being like cool like well Mm. you know and i feel like yeah and even you know there was a period of time where Corey and i broke up Mm. um for a few months and i remember like i was 30 so it was only last year um and i remember going out and um like i met an old friend out and Mm. she was like oh i saw you're single again like i was just like not only am I, I've got a broken heart. Yeah. And, you know, dealing with the fact that, you know, I thought I had my life planned out and now I'm 30 and going through a breakup and having mm-hmm. to, like, move locations and all this stuff to have, like, a friend just be like, oh, you're single again. Oh, poor you. Yeah. Poor it's you. Gonna okay. It's going to be okay. And yeah. I was like. And again, probably meant with love, but it's just. It was sometimes just like, it's just not. Yeah. It was like a slap in the face. I was yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, 
yeah <laughs> here I am again like yeah. yeah so yeah and I I guess like it's I not obviously like you know I I, I don't it's I, I relate to how you feel and mm. I, I've felt those feelings and mm. I know how shit it is and like you do question but the thing is like it is shit and those feelings are shit but 80% of the time I fucking love yeah the fact that like you know I'm single that I'm for the most part I'm happy that I'm single I'm okay alone like it's not like I'm sitting here every day being like oh my god I just want a boyfriend it's like you know that's something that I would love but I'm okay without it um with the right person that's right love with the right that's right and I'm not I'm not in any rush to settle for something that's mediocre or not exactly what I want or Mm. doesn't you know fulfill the things that I want in a Mm. partner but yeah it's I think that like that's a really good you know it's not like you're and like I can vouch for that like you're not sitting here being like oh my god I want a boyfriend like you're sitting here being like yeah like it would be nice to share those things however I'm not gonna let that impact and affect my life like I'm still gonna live my life and to be honest like I love like I like obviously I'm in a relationship now but like I look back on my time being single and I'm like I fucking loved that Mm. time Mm. I loved it like I I actually really value that and like I feel like I grew so much as a person they're the years and like that's the time that you grow and Mm. because you have to make decisions by yourself you Mm -hmm. know you have to learn to be alone Mm -hmm. you have to be resilient you you learn a lot about yourself and you give yourself the love that Mm -hmm. because like which is so important so important like you practice self-love and I think I loved myself you know so 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 much when I was single because mm. it was like I didn't really have to give that love to mm. others or mm-hmm. like to, to my partner and mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know that's a pretty cool thing mm. for sure and for I, th- sure. I think like moving forward or you know like there's there are things that I don't know like I believe that what if you want eventually it will happen mm. do you know what i mean mm. i think eventually and i think that for you as well eventually mm-hmm. it will happen and i remember people i used to hate people saying that to me when i was mm. single because you'd be like yeah cool but like you know, yeah it's a very cliche thing yeah but at the end of the day it's you know yeah it'll like, happen when it's meant to that's right? right and like i know someone who's i'm gonna say she's in her mid 40s was in a long-term relationship broke up with him and then has just got married recently and that was just like only a couple of years later like I've seen that things change very quickly for people and they find the right person and they're so grateful that they have and that they've gone through all these things so like I believe that it's out there and I think I don't know I was having this conversation with someone the other day and they were saying how you know a lot of people like how I was saying earlier I don't need a man Mm. like a lot of people feel like they need that that's right and I think the difference between like needing someone and wanting someone is very different Mm -hmm. so like needing that connection is almost like you don't feel complete without that's someone else in your life whereas like wanting it means they're going to be like a an addition to making your life better right yes um and i think that's like a really nice way to look at it if you're single and you're sitting there and being like you know like maybe i don't need a man but i want them and and that's okay and that's okay yeah you know and I think, like, you make a really good point. Like, a lot of people who jump from relationship to relationship, I always question, like, why are you doing that? Are you feeling a void somewhere? What are you, mm. what are you missing? What are you seeking? I also like, think, how? Mate, how? <laughs> the amount of people I've seen that have just gone from boyfriend to boyfriend or girlfriend to girlfriend, and I'm like, I where s- do you find the time? <laughs> how do you, like, trust someone this quick? Like- I know. But then, I, like, you know, the fact that people can just go in, like, meet someone and then give them their all mm-hmm. within six months, like, for me, that's, yeah. you know, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but then I, like, part then- of me almost is jealous yeah it's like how do you do that yeah and it's kind of like fuck like is something wrong with us (laughs) yeah yeah no i mean everyone handles things differently and Mm. and goes through grieving processes differently but i also think like if you have been you know jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship like how do you know who you are Mm. how do you know like the person that you are the things that you like because 
I feel like when you get into a relationship, it's really easy to like merge into someone Mm -hmm. or to like take on their beliefs or take on their values. And that's why that time being single is really important because that's when you learn about yourself. The most growth I've done is in my phases of being single. Yeah. Where not that being in a relationship is a distraction, but you're just putting all your energy back into yourself, right? That's right. You know, when you've got a partner, you have to put so much of yourself into someone else because that's what being in a relationship is about. And it's a beautiful thing, right? But like, yeah, Yeah. being single is just like a great time to Mm. learn about yourself, really work out what it is that you want and what you want from life and what you want to achieve and give yourself the time to do those things. And like you said, like, give yourself that love. Yeah. And straight back to you. yeah. Yeah. And I think like, how you, you you mentioned your friend before who's 45 or whatever and they've got married like my dad met the love of his life at like 55 yeah you know so sweet and like life isn't over and i think you know it's it's laughable like when we mm. say oh, we're 31 mm. but like it is laughable because you're 31 you know mm. like there's just so much time for it and you know i think it is again that sort of society's pressure that you should have this sorted by this age but the reality is like you can meet the love of your life at any fucking Mm -hmm. age Mm -hmm. um and you can start over at any age like that's the hardest part i think and i'm sure that anyone that's single and around this age could definitely agree that the Mm -hmm. hardest part is that most of society expects you to be meeting someone or to have met someone or want to know when you're meeting someone or if you're talking to Mm -hmm. someone or how it's going and it's like because you're constantly having that conversation you're constantly reminded of like yeah no oh this didn't you know yeah but isn't it funny how it's like okay maybe when you're single they'll be like okay like when are you gonna get a boyfriend when are you gonna meet someone when you're gonna and then you get a boyfriend like okay when are you getting engaged Mm -hmm. when you're gonna you know have kids when you're gonna buy the house and like then you buy the house and like okay like when are you gonna get an investment property or when are you gonna like Mm -hmm. have another kid or Mm -hmm. like it's always going like it's always like okay cool what's next and it's like let me just enjoy the moment and like does anyone ever ask you like so you're happy no that's not ever no it's not a question it's almost like assumed that you mustn't be happy and you must be looking for someone yeah because you're single yeah even if not single do people go yeah oh well are you happy are you happy thriving are you yeah it's like what are you doing next yeah what's the next step and it's like bro i'm just trying to like Mm. enjoy my life without all these pressures um so yeah and i think like and you can probably speak to this more in terms of like if there are strategies that have helped you but I remember when I was kind of going through the motions and these feelings like you know I remember leaving that dinner feeling really deflated and almost feeling like they weren't even my friends Mm -hmm. in a way because I just thought well I don't know and like you know I've like a lot of my friends have kids and are engaged Mm -hmm. and blah 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 and it's like well I kind of found a lot of peace in like being or gravitating towards people who were more within my mm. life stage. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that you shouldn't be friends with these people mm. who are in relationships and things like that, but it kind of to me was like a constant reminder of like, well, that's what I don't have. And like, mm. I wanted to talk about things other than, mm. you know, and, and even like my friends that have kids and stuff, like, I mean, I, I love that and I love that for them, but like, I felt a little bit like at times out of you know isolated Mm. from that and you know I remember like when we moved to the city and we were all single and like we weren't really in even thinking about kids or anything like that Mm. and meeting people who were like-minded and surrounding myself with people who were living in the same life stage and had you know we were the same age it's not weird like Mm. that's why I think I loved the city so much Mm. because I felt like people in the city were living the life that I was living and mm-hmm. I could relate to them yeah. and feel like myself. Yeah. Um, I get the same feeling traveling. Yes. That's, yeah. 100%. You know, you meet people and they're like, no, nah, I'm just out fucking living my best life. I don't know when I'm going home. Like, da, 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 da. Yeah. And it's never like, oh, but I should find a partner. When are you having day. kids? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. this, yeah, 100%. And I think like, not to say that you shouldn't have your other, you know, mm-hmm. keep your friends. I think those friendships are really important, especially mm. if you've had them for a long time. Mm. But I guess maybe like a part of that would come down to being very confident or okay within yourself to not let being in those situations affect you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they do, right? But like almost like reminding yourself that like, 
you're okay. Mm-hmm. You're not bad because you're not like them. You're not mm. wrong. You're not behind. Mm. Um, and yeah, I guess like be more comfortable with yourself mm-hmm. in that situation. Yeah. Like, cause it's all well and good to go and surround yourself with other single friends that are doing the same thing. Mm. But then I guess you've got to sort of ask why mm. you're feeling triggered by the other. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, um, and it's definitely a thing. Mm. I can relate 100%. But, yeah, maybe doing like, I don't know how or like, I would even. Yeah, I think like one thing that can be helpful is like, I don't know, like, being no like knowing that it's going to work out. Mm. Either way, like it's mm. going to be okay. Mm. And... I feel like, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't mean in the sense of like, just leave your friends and never no, see no, them. No, 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 no. But it's like, I found a lot of like happiness and, and just like, you know, trying to make those connections with people mm. who were in the same life stage as me. Um, but also like, it is important, like you said, to understand, I mean, I can't like understand those triggers and yeah. understand why yeah. um, and practice gratitude and, you know, yeah. like gratefulness Um mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think, like, acknowledging the fact that, you know, it is hard. And what did someone say to me the other day? If you're having a conversation with someone else, how much control of the conversation do you have? Mm. And I was sitting there and I was like, well, 50% because there's two of us. And they were like, no, like, you've got 100% control of the conversation. You can steer it any way you want. So if you're having a conversation and someone's making you feel uncomfortable while you're talking about things that you like, don't feel like, want like it. Yeah, yeah, maybe trying to Divert. shift it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's like probably handy for anyone that's got like a lot of friends that always talk about their boyfriends, mm, you know, yeah. like I feel like that's not, I don't know. I don't really experience that. I'm trying to think, do I? Now, but I remember at that time, that was mm. definitely a massive thing. And yeah. I've definitely, even when I was younger, mm. the girls would just always, it was always their boyfriend this, their boyfriend that. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, working on steering that conversation to talk about something else. Something else. Yeah. And I think that goes for so many things, right? Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just having better chats. Yeah. And I guess like explaining that you feel... A certain way like maybe having your friends don't know don't realize yeah you know having um, those like maybe yeah those conversations that can be really productive because mm. I, I like again like a lot of the time they probably don't know or don't no. mean to or don't want to no. make you feel that way like I think about you know the people that would be like oh so fucking how's dating going or whatever like I've never said to them like hey I'd like could we just talk about anything else like yeah. right now you know kind of thing i sort of go all right well i guess we're gonna people have to pleaser. yeah yeah <laughs> people pleasing sure. them yeah definitely i think like yeah i think that's a really good strategy and yeah i'm thinking of like times where people are like oh like you know asking like kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that like i get really triggered when people are like when are you gonna have kids and i'm mm-hmm. like fuck off yeah <laughs> like yeah i don't want to talk about it but i never say that your own business i'm just like yeah. I'm just but like, then, like, oh. what? What's the worst thing that would happen if you turned around and said, like, I'd probably rather if you didn't ask me that because that, that just feels like a bit of a yeah, you know, like I'm sure that person will never ask you again. Yeah, true. Like, and know, it doesn't have to be in a rude way, or you know, and and I'm sure they don't mean it in a rude no. way either. I think it's like, kind of, it's we've been brought up to, like, um, what's that word when you like have those, just have those conversations mm. or to mm. like. I don't know. I was put up to never be like direct or yeah. Yeah. I always like, but like, I wonder if you could, like I'm thinking, how would you address that? And you could just turn around and be like, how about like, I let you know when I'm trying for kids, but until then, like shut up, let's not. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Communication is key. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Um, I feel like that was, like, thank you for being so, I feel like you were really vulnerable and open, which was like, yeah. It's nice to hear because I think, you know, we see a lot of what you were saying, yeah. like independent woman, For sure. don't need no man, For which sure. is great. But also if you want one, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You're allowed to yeah. want one. And I think, yeah. And that's... for men as well. Like, For sure. I feel like, I don't know if it's because we're women and I feel like it might 
I don't know, men would experience too, but maybe in a different way. And I think a man would definitely have, you know, going back to where I was saying, like, I would feel a bit uncomfortable saying to someone, like, I'm looking for someone to settle down with mm. and spend my life with now. Like, I feel like a man would definitely feel mm. fear around saying that. Mm. And I'm trying to think if someone said that to me, how would I respond? Like, maybe now that I've shifted my perception around it, but let's say a year ago, I'd be like righto stage <laughs> why is it you know but that's just so not fair <laughs> it's so not, is it yeah no you're right so yeah if you're the single friend i feel you <laughs> i feel you i feel you Matt. <laughs> i feel you Matt. all right good chats yeah good chats i'm I so fucking hungry let's go get grilled fuck yeah simon says simon no says. avocado no tomato i've never changed my grilled order you should try the bar bar burger yeah. it's Okay. I've got 100% control of this conversation and I'm not doing that. The answer is <laughs> and uh, no. no. Let me think about that for a second. Uh, no. 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 Simon says all day or a day. All day or a day. What are you doing? Baba. No, I'll get Simon says today. Oh. Less cows. Yeah. <laughs> the peace. Less cows, peace. <laughs> oh. I love it. All, all right. right. We'll Pack her up, boys. Pack her up, boys. Again, please subscribe, like, share us with your friends, share us on your Instagram, follow our TikTok. We don't have an Instagram account yet, but we will soon, hopefully. Maybe we do by this episode. Oh, we might. We might. So look, look out for it. Check it out. Um, um, rate us. Yeah. Do you know what we haven't done for a while? Emojis. I know, because... We've given up. I had one girl send literally like all of them through at once she's like i'm sorry i forgot to send them here they all are. i was like fuck you got a good memory well done remembering all of them yeah good effort not even i remember them no any feedback is welcomed and appreciated welcomed. and if you ever need to chat dms are open yeah we love a good chat we do as you can't tell all right you know the drill be good, be good or, or be good, good at it, at it.